Welcome back to AA with John and Kev. Kev, we have a couple guests with us today. Our second guest. Yes, on our this second podcast. group of guests is T Money, Thomas Vermillion, and Daryl Beard Gang Keegan. What's Intr- good, guys? Introduce yo, yourselves. Yo, 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 happy to be here. Love you guys. Daryl, what's going on, baby? What's popping? So I wanted to get into this quickly. Um, <laughs> Daryl, you're starting this kind of uh, gaming conglomerate. And I wanted to ask a question on that simply, based on the idea of it. Is it something like, um, like Phase Clan? Is it like it, you're you're building this big company almost? Is it somewhat like Phase Clan? You know, it's uh, it could be like that, but that's not our focus right now. Right now, the focus of Beard Gang is everybody should have their own creative space. And I feel like with our friend group and everything that we've been through sure. personally as individuals, for me, building the studio from scratch. And just having somewhere where I can create anything, like a video, or just send a message, or I could just toy around and rap. I think that's important, and sure. I want that for my friends. So I'm trying to kind of pave a way, and map out, and learn things. And as make I that go. make that like more normal, right? Because that's right. something that like when we were kids, like that was something we just wished about. And now it's something where kids you could have access to that. And think exactly. if we would have had it as kids, where would we be today? Right. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's, a, that's awesome. The crazy thing is, I've watched you. your videos before, man. They're really good. Thank you. I mean, it's crazy to me, like. I don't know what kind of setup you have in terms of your PC and your mic and everything, but it's really good, man. Yeah, so me and John Warner used to play this corny game called Old School RuneScape, and that's where our editing came from. And John Warner was really good at it, and there was a free software. It's a Windows Windows editor, but you could have got Sony Vegas. And me and John actually dabbled in Sony Vegas towards the end of our editing career 10-plus years ago. Editing that, what, though? What was you editing with RuneScape? Just, like, videos. We put music behind it with little sick, like, flashes. Oh, so you was, like, it. ahead of the curve. Right, right, right. We were at way ahead of the curve. So I just kind of picked up from that, and I paid uh, $300 for the year on Sony Vegas. It's a good investment. I can edit anything from music videos to my own content to whatever I want to do. And I just toy around, and it's just, like, kind of learn as you go. But you can learn things from YouTube. And, like, YouTube's that's key. what that's what Beard Gang is in the community. I want anybody that does anything to share their stuff there. And just everybody can just share. It's and a have community. Reach, you know what I mean? I want people to have their own pages, their own groups, individual stuff. You know what I mean? Because we all are going to do sweet shit, whether that's play soccer, go fishing, whatever. Play Call of Duty. Any game you want. Gaming, you rapping, and that's writing. A- anything that's the wonderful thing about today's kind of i guess social conglomerate as well it's just the idea that anything social media is so lucrative nowadays it's insane you know it doesn't matter as long as you put it as some sort of video view of it as well as there's vocals with it i mean like you're gonna make money man like it's simple yeah social media like we just went today to a wedding venue to to pick out a place to have our wedding um, the lady had told me that she started doing it 15 years ago before social media had really like caught on fully. And she said since social media has caught on fully, they are booked up years in advance, no doubt, every time because people are posting pictures of their wedding. People see those pictures just the same way I ended up in that venue looking at it and paying $500 down right there for it is because of social media. Have you guys, by the way, uh, I'm sorry to no, that's go against good. that. Um, have you guys built some sort of following? Have you got this, you know, kind of business going, this conglomerate, so, I guess? On YouTube is where I started off. My first actual setup was three years ago. I started a YouTube channel. I started a Twitch account, and I was streaming off a of PS4 and a shitty laptop with PS4 share and uh, regular TV just playing Fortnite, but I ended up editing Fortnite videos off of the PS4 and then uploading them from a chip, or like not a chip, but a USB drive from my PS4 
onto YouTube and I got a following there, me and John did, and that was the very beginning. And I got about 500 followers and I used follow for follow while it was lucrative on Instagram to get the rest of the 250. So I have about 750 subscribers, 500 real, 250. And then on Twitch, I love how transparent you are about some of those followers yeah. that these accounts have yeah, yeah. when they have 10K. Like a right. good two point, you know what I mean? Like a good 25% of them are real followers. Yes. 75 is bad. That's the, the most important thing. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say the biggest thing for me is like the fact that you know all this knowledge. I mean, oh. it has to have taken some time. It's taken some easily. time and a lot of like research and YouTube videos and not doing shit but watching YouTube videos. So a lot of people like that's the mirage. Like people will get check marks on Twitter by figuring out the algorithm and then paying. You know what I mean? And then, um, but I had 1.6K followers on Twitch. Left Twitch because Amazon sucks. Money hungry. Super just not good. I remember you kept telling me subscribe, but you got to have Prime. And I was like, right. bro, I'm hard up right yeah, now. I don't right. have Prime. So, <laughs> left Amazon, went to Facebook. Um, and I'm still on YouTube. And now I just want to kind of focus on YouTube. I think that's the better way because that's what a lot of people do. It's easy to go live as a gamer. You're just, in control there. And just play your game and then stream. But to record and then edit a video, that's like work. That's like after working a full day, going home and editing a video that you don't want to do because you'd rather play, but you don't get to play because you have to edit a video. But YouTube is most important. Everybody should have a YouTube channel. That's what I think everybody's doing wrong. Like, we're going to do shit. We're going to have Call of Duty clips. We're going to be sweet. But if we're not putting it on YouTube... So, I feel I feel like there's so much coherence in, that comes to this kind of same kind of content creation that makes this more of a kind of a group thing almost. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're doing gaming or that's you're doing exactly podcast or does Yeah, I mean, it's all about could could the, Matt be beard game? Could AA with John and Kev be beard game? Could we? Yeah, absolutely. It I absolutely think. is beard game. We are you know beard I mean? game. We're, we're already considered. It's beard about gang. creating content. I just think like you know like Thomas dope individual like he can get on there like if he had a camera following him around with everything he did <laughs> dad life you know what i mean like rapping and fucking being sweet and drinking and being funny as fuck boom Hell i yeah. think it's you know easy I mean? man, like too. we're sweet it's not easy clearly to like, build a following but i feel like as long as you have some sort of content to create i mean you have yeah. some sort of basic grounds to go on and beer gang is a one-stop shop for all your local fire content i like that like, idea when you get into content creation, you got to understand that the following is not going to come right away. And it's only going to come as quick as you want it to come and as quick as you put the work in. Right. Yeah. So it's not going to come right away. But if you're creating content from one year to five years and you're putting in consistent work, not a lot of work, but not the least work, do you think that you can get a following? And do you think you're cool enough? and dope enough and genuine enough for these people to support you. And I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen with local streamers, thousands of dollars. And it's not about the money, but this dude, Greg in Sandusky gets thousands of dollars, works at Kalahari. His community loves him. Techno Panda on Twitch. And he only has like 20 viewers, but them 20 viewers getting bit races and cash them out. And it's just like, yeah, that is, that's crazy. Long, that's, it's a, it's like John was talking about. It's lucrative as hell. You can have 20 followers and supplement your income 3K a week. That's crazy. I want to know as well, you know, as a gamer and you play Warzone, clear, or not Warzone, but uh, Modern Warfare fairly often, I want to know this kind of clout that's been built up against, uh, you know, these kind of hackers that is going on in uh, Call of Duty, I guess. In terms of the Warzone era, you know this <laughs> game more than anybody else. Right. I actually came late to Warzone. Thomas has been playing, and he's actually taught me shit, so I'm going to pass this to him and let him talk about Warzone because he'd know it better. Johnny and me know it 
the best, but Johnny knows it way better than me. Damn, I mean, John's the, the best Warzone player? Guy, I mean, no, I guess I, I, in our group, I think I'm pretty decent. I think my kill of death is 1-1, one, one, but I mean, Mine's I'm, I'm, not, I'm, nothing, I'm nothing crazy. I've never played this kind of <laughs> crazy Warzone era Shit, kind of John, thing. John, get into streaming. I, I've n- no, it's never been a thing of me actually buying the game and playing in multiplayer. I only play in Warzone, so it makes it a little different same. for me. I think, T, you're on the same aspect for same. sure. We only play on that um warzone spectrum that's it and we don't play have you played in the uh like the actual multiplayer kind of spectrum yeah that's actually where i come from and really good at it's multiplayer so i stuck there because i knew i'd have to level my guns up for them to be good in warzone so i just you have to dabble in warzone and just play multiplayer mainly because i've been waiting on the new call of duty because while warzone was out and everyone was getting good at it i was setting up my studio i was buying finishing touches and things that i needed and just working on it because it's a lot trying to route this audio correctly and everything it's a lot to do and like it is a lot to do i have to especially when you work we have to lead it to kevin so like in the idea that you know you have to do all these things if you're you're running your own company basically right now you're basically doing that so i mean kevin runs this podcast basically from a laptop and he does it in this system and and there's so many lines of this i don't know what the Frick, I'd I'm just saying it, I should have a four-year degree for what I'm attempting to do, it, and I'm just doing it on the fly. There's and so much. That's there's so much to learn. Is good. it kind of the same thing? Yeah, I actually tell people I'm like when it comes to computers and like setting up softwares and like building things. Like I have like a degree in that. Like what people yeah. pay to I'm do. I'm not claiming that. I'm saying I should have a degree to attempt what I'm trying, and I my knowledge is nowhere near where it needs to be for me to be doing what I'm doing, but I'm learning every day, right. and YouTube has unlimited resources for me to learn from. So I'm saying stop paying to go to school and just watch YouTube and learn the shit yourself. Dude, that's been like the biggest thing forever now. It's like you can learn basically anything you want to. Just get on YouTube and figure it out the internet has made the world ours it's at our front door we just got to open the door and reach down and grab it it's like an amazon package but anyways we have a second guest on here we have t money thomas vermilion hey i'm gonna bring him in here t so the biggest thing is what is going on with this engagement you guys have you guys are getting engaged you guys are gonna get married in the next couple of years what's going on who's he getting engaged dropping bombs Danielle Sanchez, the most prettiest woman in the world. That's the one. So explain her to us. Give us some love. What's going on? Shout her out. All I think is that you're probably going to take her to Chino's before you guys get married, right? (laughs) What's that (laughs) supposed to mean? You never been to Chino's for Taco Tuesday? No. For real, this honestly probably is the happiest I've ever been in my entire life with this engagement and with this woman, honestly. And... I don't know. I can't wait. It's yeah, that's really good. And as your friend, I want to say in your pictures that I see on Facebook, this is the happiest I've ever seen you, and I'm truly happy for you. And cheers to that, brother. It's the it's the happiest I've ever seen you, but it's the least I've ever seen you. But that's probably because just where we're it's both at in life. Yeah, growing up, I just working feel, all the fucking there was time. there were times in our life where we literally saw each other every day for a year straight. 
Same with probably you. Same Living with you. It, right. And it's right. like now, dude, now we got to go to work and like make a living. It's like, I felt like we did an awesome job of putting that off as long as we The crazy thing is your life, has, your, life, <laughs> your life has wonderfully touched on like so many people, dude. It's crazy. I don't know why. No, it's not just me. It's anybody like Thomas, like me, like Daryl, like Mike Williams, like a lot of us guys who really I mean, didn't have a future. We weren't supposed to see the age that we see now. That's the crazy thing for me is that I didn't know too much of the Nor- Norwalk life like I didn't know that and you guys had like a like so many years of it what I do when people ask Easy. me where I'm from I say the Huron County area because well, I really I, mean, I I was everywhere in sure, sure 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 I mean my biggest thing was I mean I moved to Willard you know which was not too far from you know Norwalk but I didn't know too many of the Norwalk clan I, did, I mean Daryl and I we've known each other for a long time I've known T since I was very young. Yeah, but master. I introduced you to all the Norwalk people. Huh? Yes, yes, you did. They it was Thomas. Us. Thomas. I he, was the Norwalk people. When the I you were the Norwalk. He basically that's, left Norwalk and went to New London, and like we tried to like have this little weird like little collaboration beef. Like, dude, we're was, Thomas's way better friends than you guys and shit. And then like we just ended up like loving you guys too kind of we all loved each other because we all are dope and i'm telling you that's what i'm saying about the universe every episode this keeps coming back it it fucking does what it's meant to do and like jacob and thomas coming to new london is no coincidence it's not it's not like a chance thing that we're all sitting here there was a lot of beef you think from the beginning as well um if you think from if you remember my brother's grade uh he was 2008 if you know clinton you know greg and you know matt you know all these guys t i know you know that so well because you had a party at your house out on wins here and uh (laughs) seems like a lifetime ago it's crazy too um, Big beef with all them growing I up. was young as H, it felt like. That was like around my first era of partying. I was like 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Greg, he had, his friends, I guess, from New London kind of had this battle, I guess, between, uh, you know, I remember Thomas Chino, and, who we brought up earlier. It was me. Said he was – Chino and, and Aaron Hatfield kind of did it, did it too, though. I have well, to ask. Aaron Hatfield hated me because of one thing, like – What'd was you it? do? Yeah, Please I remember tell me it was about women. Ass, it was about women. Yeah, I know for sure. It was Ashley Cooper. She likes you more. No, she didn't here. like me. Uh, it was by the it way, was that it was Zach her uncle Cooper. went Zach Cooper. But no, no beef with them now. No we're beef. All grown up, That's what I mean. We're old now. I still got beef with them. I hold on to that. Give us an explanation of that night, please. What night? That night where uh, we came out there, I mean, I was a part of the new London group, which was, I didn't know anybody. To, I was still 16. Came like, to where? Your house out on Wentz. To remember? what? Party? Yeah, you guys had a party out there, and we were coming out there. I, I don't know what argument you got into with Greg, but we had this Norwalk, New London battle almost. I, do you know how that I don't ended? even remember that, honestly. That's how fucked I up. I could tell you I, right now, without question. These guys, like Clint and Greg and Matt and just the entire New London crew, were just so upset with Norwalk Filled for some with reason. Hate. It was horrible. Yeah. It was like and it started whole... with me. No, do you know why it, do you know why it <laughs> lasted? Do you know why the bad taste remained in the mouths of so I mean, many for so long? In my own guess, I would say that it's just city for city. No, but it's I don't not. Know. There was one act that made everything last forever. What was it? Jacob smashed Clint's windshield out that night. Oh, of course. I, oh, Over all of it. 
it was because of all this feuding and yeah. shit. Because Clint had swung while they were in moving cars. This sounds like oh, in the drive-through at McDonald's. Yeah, it's true. He swung and he swung from one car out the window into another car, swinging for one guy and hit Jacob in the face. It was me, Chino, and Jacob. That was e- easily sure. the. And then Jacob, the I went that. with. We were drinking at Scotts, and I went with Jacob the whole way until he got to the creek behind Chad Hopkins' house. Before he crossed that creek and got into Scott, uh, I was gonna say Scott's backyard, like Scott Hall, but <laughs> to Clint's backyard, and freaking, uh, he had a baseball bat he took from Scott's garage with him and walked with it the entire way. Freaking went across the creek, dude, and went right. Up. And I didn't go across the creek, but I imagine he went right up because I started running back to Scott's. I was like, he's gonna do it, and it's gonna make a lot yeah, of noise. Dude. Jacob was, he was a <laughs> yeah, daring he, guy. He set man. his mind on doing something. He's gonna, he's gonna do, do it, it. I think without we question. Tell stories about Jacob. And, he's uh, best guy thing in the world. I want to reiterate that I forgot to say while talking about all this beard gang and inspiration and what made me want to do this is because I did lose somebody. That is like super dear to me and was like a little brother to me. And he's so creative. And like in his honor, I almost want to build a studio because when I sit there and I just have a way to like let my anger out or my emotions for that day, like I feel like he would be there. Like I work six days a week, right? I can't be there as much as I want, but I feel like he's sitting there and he would be sitting there. You know what I mean? Sitting there learning things, creating Dude, if he was around for right, I think that's why God took him because he he would have been too much for this world at this right. point where we're all at. Like we're, we, I don't know. He, I know. And I just picture him like rapping on these microphones. Like he would love things like this. And like, it's just mm-hmm. like, he's not here. So like, we have to be here do it for to, him. Do it to death for and him. We have to do, you know what I mean? We have to do something. I mean, and like. T, you gotta give something. He was seriously, and this is this is fucked because I feel like when anybody passes away, people always exaggerate and say they were the best ever right, and shit, no. and it's whack. But this is different. This <laughs> kid was no, no, one no. of a kind. One. T, you got nobody give like him. You gotta I know give I'll us, never meet another person I mean, like him. You gotta everybody's give us a representation right. of. You guys, everybody's saying, the, dude, JV was. He's the best talk, guy in the entire T, world. Talk about how you play basketball and talk about how Jacob plays basketball. Or did. Yo, nasty. Yeah, nasty he is, but he's he still couldn't score. <laughs> Way better than you, <laughs> Thomas. It's that big brother. He would up. admit this every time we. I would guard him every time we were on opposite. Y'all are lining days. up at the park to get picked. I, Ain't no way nobody's picking you before JV. Okay, that's right. perfectly fucking fine. But but I saying, didn't say that. <laughs> I just you just said Kobe. he can't score on you. I know, yeah. but he's better. Yeah, he that. Well, yeah, he was. He had that Kobe mentality Dog. on the court. It, it wasn't even that. It, I mean, this guy had so much. He, I mean, him and I both teamed up sweating. front side of the two, three defense in terms. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know he was everybody better than me. here. He can I just throw up a shot over his head Easy. and it goes in every time. I just want to make sure. He was so <laughs> pressurizing in terms of defense. Like it was crazy how much yeah, endurance he had doing this. You know, our two, three defense. It's crazy. We were always known so well for having that two, three in our up top, like the one, two, and then three, four, five in the back. Yeah, you guys were the he was so fucking fast. <laughs> like. It's amazing what we could do, and I think Kev, if you could think back to it, what was our five? If you uh, in like terms of priority, even knowing Thomas or Daryl or like all these guys, I mean, it was me, you, uh, David, Noah, and who? Todd. 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 That's who yeah. it was. That's who I'm looking for. That. Todd's I mean, a ball. Todd was. Todd's I don't know if he still too. is, but he was on like Jacob level oh, of good. Yeah, I don't know if you guys Todd's knew nasty. this, but. 
Todd was one of Kevin's first friends when he got. He was just. Me. Didn't you listen to the last in, episode? Yeah, bro. How you think I know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that, you're making fun of me. <laughs> but that's the thing, you. man. Like, if you think about, like, back Different to those episode. days, man. Like, there wasn't many teams if we went to the rec center in Norwalk that could stop that kind of defense. Like me and JV up front. Like it was crazy. Sometimes, bro, I would catch fire on Unfair. accident too. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it, it's you, crazy. And I probably geez. got that shot like Jay Warner. A little better than that. Right. That's all. That's all facts. Yeah, because <laughs> he puts up. All right. Anybody got another story? Because I do. If nobody else does, go ahead, dog. Go this ahead. is all you. This I'm is running. your episode. You're Me the guest. Get to do this You're every the guest, week. Okay. So one time, it was me, Jay Sal, Mike Williams, and Jacob, and we had this dude that we didn't see too often, but he called himself Boomer, and we were at Blue Dose, and this dude. So Jacob comes up to me, right? He's like, hey, Boomer usually had really good weed that we weren't able to find from anybody else. That's who Boomer was, white guy. He's like, yo, Boomer's got some shrooms, right? <laughs> he's like, he said, if we can have these. So he's got like this eighth or quarter or something of shrooms. And uh, we split it between the four of us. So we're sitting Is this there. your first time ever doing any kind of psychedelics? Yes, this is my Damn. first time. This is my first time. So boom, we eat these shrooms between the four of us. We start tripping out. Jacob comes up to me. He's like, dude, they were, oh, by the way, these shrooms, they were white and they had blue in them. So they were fire. Moldy. Boomer shit was always fire. So we were starting to trip out <laughs> pretty fucking hard. <laughs> and uh, Jacob comes up to me and he's like, yo, Boomer wants money for those shrooms he gave us. And I'm like, dude, you said that was free. He's like, yeah, but he needs the money for him. I'm like, all right. So I give him the money and we get another eighth. So then we disperse. <laughs> You're like, here's extra. Get some more <laughs> we, too. We disperse it again between the four of us and like. We're tripping pretty hard. So Jacob could put some away for Katie. Katie come and, oh, comes and gets. Katie Cooper does. Yes. So <laughs> the whole time at the bar, we come up with this lingo, right? So we're tripping, but we're really calling it pooping. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's yeah. Jacob all yeah. the way. Hey, you over there pooping? Yeah. <laughs> you over there pooping? Thing. So all four of us were pooping. So fucking uh, Jason and Mike. So we all lived at Midtown at the time. So you got to understand this. We all lived at Midtown. I lived at the front of the Midtown with fucking Donnie Hall and Thomas and Jason and Mike lived in the back of Midtown. And Midtown is like a like a little community complex. And yeah. we balled back there too. So, yeah. boom. So Katie Cooper come gets gets us. I don't know how. I think they might have got a ride, Jason and Mike. But we dispersed. It was me and Jacob and Katie, and it was fucking. Uh, Jay Sal and Mike and they somehow got back to Midtown. I don't know if they walked or whatever, but they said that we were gay for not fucking going with them. But we didn't. We did everybody pooping. Yes, yeah, so we're pooping and shit. And I go back to my house, right? And I'm the weed guy back then. So I got the weed. I'm like, yo, oh, can't wait to fucking smoke, dude. I need to get home. Freaking out. So Katie and Jacob drop me off and then they go back to Katie's house, which was down the street, like in that little black community, right off to the cut next to the cornfield. Yeah. In Norwalk. So, boom, they go back there. Jacob's texting me the whole time, right? And he's like, uh, he's like, dude, I'm pooping hard. Like, I got to come back. <laughs> I'm like, pooping hard. He's like, I'm pooping pretty fucking hard. I'm like, dude, I'm pooping too. He's like, I saved some for Katie, and she's starting to poop too. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> we need to be next to you. And I'm like, you're But the right, thing dude. is, you guys probably aren't cracking up at the poop thing. You're just saying it as the right. word. Because like, you're like, in this the different thing. universe. Yes, That's the whole way I'm trying to picture <laughs> yeah, You're being serious we're as hell. Like, like, dude, I'm pooped. Serious. And if you know our friend group, which a lot of you listening probably do, you know how like we just make shit up. And that was just us and fucking, we were so serious about the pooping shit. So we're both pooping hard. So Jacob's like, dude, to still text me and shit, I'm rolling up a blunt, listening to my music in my zone. My roommate, Donnie, had not came home yet. Excuse me, I got a burp. 
he did not come home yet. So I'm rolling up a blunt, get ready to smoke it. Jacob's like, dude, all right, fuck this. I'm coming over. He's like, I can't fucking be here and lay down and act like I'm not pooping as hard as you are because I know I am. And I'm like, all right, boom. So he comes over. And on the way that he's coming over, Donnie comes home. And Donnie, if you know Donnie Hall, gets smart. And he uh, gets knocked out randomly. Runs his mouth to some dude randomly on the street and gets knocked out. So this dude gets short-term memory loss. Right? So he is not pooping at all. Donnie is not pooping at all. He's, he's not tripping, but he <laughs> yeah. might seem like he's tripping. Right. So then fucking Jacob gets here, and then Donnie's here. So Johnny, Donnie keeps asking me. He owed me like 40 bucks for some weed. He comes back and he's like, he just keeps asking me, he's like, did I pay you that 40 bucks for that front that I got off you? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And he did. He gave me the money. I'm like, yeah, dude. He asked me about 10 times, right? Jacob is sitting here fucking with him too. He's the dude can't remember anything for more than five seconds. This dude lit Donnie up. So the whole time, it's insane. He punched him? Nope. Donnie got punched by some random dude. Oh, he was but just Jacob out. lit him up with questions. No, like he was lighting him up just like uh, how Jacob does. Like I was talking shit to Donnie, like fucking with the short term memory loss. Donald. And so was Jacob. You know what I mean? He's like, Donnie, what the fuck happened to you? Well, I got to ask, who's who's Donnie? Do I know? Donnie Hall, uh, you know him. Yeah. I know Probably. him. Okay. okay. So it was just a really funny situation the whole time. We are just sitting there pooping, cracking up. Couldn't believe that Donnie got knocked out. This dude, Red, was with Donnie. And Red is just also a funny character, and uh, it was Mo Blunt's this white dude. Jesus Christ, why have I never heard of any of these people yeah, before? Yeah, and like, we're just all making fun of Donnie. Donnie, I tell Donnie, I'm like, dude, he asked me again. He's like, did I pay you for that front? I'm like, no, you didn't. You need to pay me for it now before you fucking say it again. <laughs> and uh, he ended up giving me the money again, and I gave it back to him in the morning when he came too. But, uh, <laughs> but the coolest part about this whole story is like the moment that me, Jacob, and Katie shared at like 5 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning when we were sitting there still pooping hard as fuck and we're sitting on the basketball court in Midtown and we're looking up and we see the moon come out of like a cloud and it like almost eclipsed in a way that we all thought it was a UFO and we were all pooping very hard. <laughs> That's the weird thing and about tripping is people say that like whoever you're around while you're tripping, you'll all have the same trip, which is where scientists yeah, don't really know right. what that's about. Like how can <laughs> yeah. how can you all be on a, right. a drug in your individual bodies and seeing the same weird things at once? And it was one of right. the greatest right. experiences and like I did mushrooms and tried to poop again and I never pooped. I just tripped and I didn't like it. But I don't think I'll ever get to poop again. But No, I'm definitely going to come to another point in my life where I experiment with psychedelics. For sure. It was a good time, but yeah, that was a that was a good story. Super funny. I just wish that I could have like reiterated more like how he interacted with Donnie and how funny he well, was. Well, yeah, there's that's the thing. That's the thing I hate. There's no way to like bring back to right. life exactly how he was. That was that's he, the pain. That, that's the pain of losing. That's him, really. the whole point of the story is just how funny he was because Donnie kept repeating himself. So Jacob was fucking with him even better than I was. And I don't know, yeah, that's, yeah, and that's the thing. Jacob could make people laugh in a way that's just unreal. He if you want to talk about somebody touching so many people's lives, like he really did. He influenced like me. Like I, he was younger than me, and I looked up to him just for like his swag and how like. I never felt like I looked up to him until after he was gone. I felt like more like like right. as the older person in the relationship. Yeah, no, but, I remember uh, one time that you guys came over to rap with me on Midtown, and I was so nervous. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like. You and Jacob were on the same pedestal, and I always felt like when you guys rapped together, that's how it was. And even though I had the sweetest voice or sweeter voice, you know what I mean, for rapping? Yeah, you really do I have was, a great voice. I was nervous as shit for it. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, 
Jacob was never nervous about anything. No, he was so good, so smooth, so calm. And so like, smooth. I think the biggest story that I have about JV as well, I mean, it, it's fairly simple, but clearly the number one thing is he was so good at no matter what it came to be. It didn't matter if it was basketball, being presentational. He was just so well-spoken, and he was just so good with people. But my biggest story with JV, without question, was, you know, it was me – Kev, I don't know if you were there. I'm not sure. It was me, JV, David. I think Noah was there for a second. I think you were there for a second. I'm not sure, but, you know, I I worked at PPG when I was like, I would guess somewhere around 21 years old, 22 years old. I would come home from work and I would buy a bottle of whiskey every single Friday. And it was amazing man no matter what that's that was the number one thing i was looking forward to was just getting home having a glass of whiskey and just getting drunk that was like our number one mo is that method of operation was so perfect but jv when i would get there at david's house because of course we all live there it was always jv right there looking like let's get drunk man that that's what we're doing we're it's friday we're getting drunk we're we're doing it (laughs) <laughs> I'd get there. I would buy a bottle of like a really expensive, nice scotch, kind of, you know, honey doers kind of scotch, maybe 40 bucks, whatever. It's not like crazy expensive, but we'd get there and he's just like, let's take shots, man. For sure. And that, it was so amazing. And my favorite thing about JV, in terms of my memory, I guess, was specifically when I got to David's once and uh, we started taking shots like he would of course propose and it was awesome um we got directly onto instagram like that was the first thing that came to mind was get on instagram and take a video and, and that was the thing we both started taking shots and then we started taking dance videos which kind of works perfectly with you like took the dance TikTok- videos yes which works perfectly with like the tiktok idea of you know entertainment today which is crazy to me but that was the number one thing you wanted to do. Like when I would bring a bottle of whiskey to the house we were staying in, he's like, let's take shots and we get drunk as shit. And then we would just do these crazy dumbass shot, take a dance, all these videos. It's weird as hell. Jacob but was pretty good at dancing in like a Casey Fry it's, way. It's not only, not only that, but that's what kind of leads into this exact kind of idea of what entertainment is today. And what's crazy about you mentioning TikTok and Jacob too is because Jacob had a very unique and very good friendship with Brandon Haynes. And Brandon Haynes, I don't know if he you know, Haynes. is an actual verified um, TikTok user. No, he's yeah. not. He got verified? Yeah. Did Check one of his shits everything. go viral? Yes, they did. That's raw as fuck. And B. Haynes really is that character that I mean, he deserves right. to go viral. He's yeah. cool as fuck. Yeah. I love being Yeah, he's a cool-ass dude, and that was one of Jacob's friends. And just, like, imagine him being here today. Like, he would have picked up that influence, and he was oh, already an influencer Jacob himself. featured on B. Haynes' TikToks? Could you imagine that? Or B. Haynes featured oh, uh, of on course, Jacob's of course. TikToks. But that's kind of what he was going forward, like, with the uh, idea of what he was doing way back when, when none of this was knowledgeable. Exactly. Like, he was doing that same thing back then. He had so many good so many, ideas. So man. many freestyles that could have been recorded and shit. And it's just like, it has me six. We recorded some dope-ass songs on a green laptop that I'm pretty sure... I'm not going to say names because that's shady, but... Somebody stole it for drugs. For sure. Anyhow, so, though, the whole thing about Jacob being hella creative and, like, having these different, like, almost... He has characters. That's, like, kind of my story. Um, there was a... 
freaking label you know like a label printer when you can like print like the price of something and put it on but like the fancy ones where you can type your own text and like put symbols he freaking printed out door and put it on this like back door to a freaking the cheers at the at the sandusky mall i love and it so it, much it just said door on there for at least 10 years after he put mm. it on there dude at least 10 years i mean that was a full day I, for I, us i always sent no, a snap to kevin every time i went there and yeah, seen it same too same too <laughs> and then one day that. eventually somebody but i don't know who after so long they must have hired a new janitor and he was like what the fuck is this shit right. dude and he just took door. it off dude <laughs> and it's like i wish i could have seen oh, that man. moment when somebody yeah. finally tore that off Kev, if you if you look back you know every single time we every single time we went to the mall we looked for that no matter what no and i still i still every time i'll go to that mall till the day i die or catch alzheimer's i will look at that door at that little spot because if you go up to it there's still a little spot with a square adhesive Mm -hmm. where it used to stick and Mm -hmm. that's how you know that this listen 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 do you guys know about papa roach the yeah. scars remind us that the past is real. Whoa, Papa Roach. Yeah, legends never die. Here we Let's are. A real one. I tear my heart open. Just to I feel. tear my heart open just to feel. Exactly. And that's gotcha. what I'm talking about when I see that little adhesive. It's the scars reminding me. Dude, that's the thing, man. Now, I mean, to be honest, if you think back to that day, I mean, he didn't just take it to the mall. He took it no. everywhere we went. Well, don't, don't tell my story for me now. <laughs> dude, you want to know something I never, I'm sorry to it's interrupt. Okay. You want to know something I never realized? you got a good singing voice. I never knew oh, that. Oh, me and right John both, moment. so don't try you to can sing. I didn't know, though. I'm, good at, I'm good at singing John's backups. If okay. I'm on John's backup, we sound phenomenal. <laughs> Same. It's like the I love that, dude. Over here at Backstreet Boys. I almost three. need, like, a test run live, I think. <laughs> Yo, okay, put me on a chorus with Daryl quick. Run it up. <laughs> we'll have songs that we release later okay. in coordination with the podcast. I'm looking but... forward to that. But no, I mean, that was PT the biggest thing that we, with that story with JV, man. Like he, number one, had the best personality, clearly. We've talked about that. But, I mean, we had that whole day with him with a label printer. Yeah, and he was, like, acting like his name was Jameson. He turned his hat backwards. Jameson. 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 <laughs> like okay. the alcohol. Just got to make sure I understand. He turned his hat backwards so that his hair like was all the way slicked back, and it was just his forehead through the freaking like, the snapback. And he called himself Jameson. And freaking he had this backpack with a bunch of random shit like gloves and just fucking oh like gloves God. that he would just put on in Taco Bell. Like he was eating his quesadilla, and he like takes his backpack off and puts on like a pair of winter gloves in the middle of summer. Freaking! Then he goes as far as to pretend that he's planted a bomb under one of the tables Dude. at Taco Bell. He runs across 250 to the other side where Bob Evans is and like plugs his ears and gets down like a bomb's about to go. Talk wrong. about a guy who can easily, <laughs> easily transition into being an actor. Oh easily, like he's so, so good, man. He, Easy, and when he's dude. in, when he's in character, bro. Bro, it's easy. He's running across 250 to fucking sell it, bro. Guy doesn't quit. Guy doesn't quit. Dude, we would get to the fucking... We would leave out of Walmart, and he would just sprint from the door to the car, dude. Just take off fucking running. Sometimes, the motherfucker would sprint past where we were parked and just keep running. There's not a question. I don't don't know about you guys. Easily, I would have a tough time with that. Like, everything that he did, I would be so, like... I can't do that shit, man. There's no question. But he's, he's so he's good bad at for that. me, bro. He'd make me fucking quit my job and just do dumb shit with him all Dude. day, bro. I would do it. I would still do it. I'd <laughs> but anyways, him. we're going to lead into uh, Jacob's brother here. T, give us the best story you got. Or a couple of stories if you Yeah, got. I don't want to put him on the spot as the too best many, story. but... <sighs> okay. Uh... One day, we came here, actually, to Pablo's, 
and I bought a bottle of Smirnoff Blueberry Vodka, and Pablo bought a bottle of Green Apple Smirnoff Vodka. And it was me, Pablo, and Jacob at Judy's, and we smashed both of those bottles in like an hour and a half. That's that's highly Turnt. highly yeah. irresponsible. On all the Smirnoff commercials, they say drink responsibly. Turned. And then Fuck that. we came to some party here in fucking uh, New, New London, Ustery. And two girls, but Pablo knew or something. And we went to this party and it was lame. And Jacob stole a bottle of Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> and we were heading to w- or Anna's house. And we were on fucking that back road where the reservoir is on our way there. And one of our fucking tires blow in Pablo's car. I believe it was Pablo's. And we were on the side of the fucking road with a ditch right behind us trying to change his fucking tire. Trash. Falling down the ditch the whole fucking time. Couldn't do it. I think fuck Diana came there and helped us. And then we went back there. Got fucking crunk. Next day, Jacob... Jacob f- fucked this fat bitch. So he, he's like, I had to take one for the team. Downstairs in Anna's basement. God, dude, fucking hilarious. Nigga, that, that's a hilarious story, bro. And bro, it's, 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 it's some wild that was stuff. A great I almost feel night. like it was I, a great night. Like I almost feel like I'm a part of that story. I think, but I was I didn't go with you guys without question. Oh, I mean, but stuff I, like that happened all the time. Yeah. Oh, of course. And that's the biggest difference. It's like. If you can remember all these big time things that happened with JB, like he's Bro. just like he's those number one Listen. things that you can remember from it. Like yes. he, it's, yeah, that's and that is what is so precious about life, is that these moments you only get them once and you take them for granted, and it may and this life sovers you up in a way to where you gotta cherish these moments. Like right now, for instance, beautiful moment with all my friends. You know, any one of us could have not been here. Oh, deer be crossing the road at immaculate rates. Anything could happen at any time. So it's just, you know, you can't take things for granted because now all we have of this amazing person that has touched so many people is just memories. Amen. And that's just, that's the precious thing about life, dude. That's all we really ever end up with, no matter who you are or what you do or what kind of impact you make. All you end up is a memory. I mean, I I, I leave off without question. The number one thing I want to go to bed i guess is my ultimate bed is just being a good person that's the number one thing i always felt fuck being a good person you have to live your life on the fucking i mean i agree edge. with that <laughs> you do I have to live your that. life on the edge but honestly being a good person you can't live I've on always the edge just... and be good yeah for yeah. sure yeah but we're all bad in our own way to an extent amen yeah, yeah and we can't not sin. We were born that way. I mean, of Fuck. course. I mean, I have that same kind of style in my life: is live life on the edge, take I've risks, take opportunities. I'm feeling quite buzzed. But one beer, quite buzzed. You got another uh, story? Uh, there's a lot of stories. That the that night, the what he freestyled at Chino's. God, that night is that the was, video? Yes. That's it's a Dude. different night. Yeah, that video. We it was like video. Christmas or like the day before Christmas or after Christmas, closer to New Year's, I believe. I forgot. I forget, but we were at my mom's, me and him, <laughs> and he used to have this picture with his hair slicked all back, wet and shit, or the, like curved to the side on Facebook, and before Fires we left to that up. party, fucking, I went in my mom's bathroom and did it, it's on Facebook now, <laughs> and posted it and said something to him in it, but anyways, we went to Chino's that night, I bought a bottle of fucking, same, same bottle, 
me and him smashed that there. Ended up going like 10 and 0 in beer pong, straight smashing shit. Go up to the garage and smoke, and then just a couple of us are chilling in the living room. Jacob walks in. I'm like, spit a freestyle. Spit a freestyle. Yeah. And then just went ham. That was a great He goes night ham too. every time. No, and the thing is, again, people so people ham. listening who didn't know him will think I'm exaggerating. But when he started rapping at a house party, it literally people. was like a movie. The way people freaking swarmed around him and started saying, oh. Yeah. Yo, listen, I swear to God shit, right now, without question, the number one line for Jacob was that number one video, I guess, on Facebook when he listen. says, W-H-A-T. And yeah. he pauses. Yeah. yeah. What, bitch? And like, <laughs> that and is my, my shit. My name's Daryl, too, and I've also tried to be a rapper. And in times, like, in big crowds or, like, party crowds or environments where I would want to step up and rap and spit something raw, like, I back down because I am that fucking nervous. And Jacob literally goes yeah. in Dude, there and looks like he's not that that energy, going on. That's the stat is what a star is, is when that dog, energy makes you yes. perform. Yes. He, that guy was he brilliant. Knew brilliant. That he was going to kill it. And he knew he was going to kill it with a verse, and then he was going to end it with a sick-ass chorus. And I can't do choruses for shit. Andy. You ever see me try? Dude, that's a wonderful like sausage gravy. That's the wonderful thing about Jacob. It didn't matter if it was a verse or a chorus. Like, he would do a verse. Like, I remember you guys recording songs, and even if you weren't recording it, he would just start leading into a chorus. Like, he would just start Bro. saying something stupid, dude. <laughs> his com- his, I feel like his confidence came from a place where... Even if he fucks up, he knows he could just play it off, and it's still gonna be funny. Even yeah. if it ain't cool, even if it ain't hard, it'll still be funny. And that's that's the way where it's like he's like, even if I fail, yeah. I still win. And, and that's the, the way you have to live life every day. And the cool sure. thing about like uh, if you watch that video on Facebook of him rapping, you notice that like he's getting ready to mess up or like looks like he's getting ready. He's in deep thought, like when he did that W H A T. Yeah, how did he come up with like, that? What bitch? Because it was at the end. He yeah. was already here. He know. was already in the he rhythm. Just, he thought about. He stopped for a second. He thought about what he just spelled, and then he was like, "What bitch?" And then a he dog. Knew it was oh, raw it was at the crazy. end. No, he and knew it was coming. Dog, he, dude. I don't know. That's, that's maybe. Tough, I don't know. That, that was rough. But he, I think he was just that intelligent he, when it came to rapping. Like I feel I, like that's, that's yeah. like he knew what he was saying, but like he didn't know in a second. But he's like, oh, I got it. Dude, what, it's, bitch? It's, you know what I mean? Like that's really how cool it to came to the top. I'm like, because you got to know that perfect spot's coming in the exactly, beat, exactly. Like that beat and shit. Exactly. Like, I'm not that good at freestyling. Perfect. So I don't know. No, you're pretty that. good too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always been like the biggest of the group for us. Anyways, it was always you know our group, and then like me, Todd. Like we didn't know what we were doing. It was always you, JV, and Pablo. Like you guys. It still didn't even matter. Jacob was so much better than me or Pablo. It's not even funny. Yeah, I feel like without Jacob, I wouldn't be creative at all. Honestly, I still would have been creative, but he like like me and him being better best friends made it like feel like it's okay to like be creative because most people right. aren't they just like do like the normal things right. and it makes you feel weird if you like want to do more stuff. i mean i suppose i'll take the time to say that i i took kind of my i guess personality onto jacob without question i think you know learning from him like how confident he was without question kind of led me in a way like it kind of led me to my confidence, like everything that I do today, without question. I would say that. Yeah, absolutely. And I I'll feel take... like talking about Jacob makes me want to freestyle. Yeah, bro. I mean, I think I, we all should. I think yeah. it leads it into that kind of, without question. I mean, that kind of confidence is <laughs> unmatched so easily. And that, without question, like I said, I mean, I think it's easy to kind of take him as a uh yeah as some sort of i guess somebody you look up to i mean that's who you want to look up to somebody who has no question whether or not 
That's the energy he brought. He was so good at rapping that even if you couldn't rap like me, for instance, I knew I couldn't rap that good. But he made me feel how good at rapping he was that I could rap good, too. And it gave me confidence to rap. And I am decent at it. Not so great, but incredible energy. The thing thing about Jacob is, okay, Jesus, the reason why people followed him is because he was doing crazy shit that people were like, how the fuck is he doing that? And, like, literally, that's what I'm talking about. Jacob was doing shit that made me feel like, how is he navigating the world the way that he's navigating it? Never giving a fuck, doing exactly what he wants, and killing it wherever he goes. Like, that was raw to me, and I aspired to be like that, and I still do. But, Daryl, you talked about his freestyle, and that's never going to happen today. We're not going to freestyle live on here, but I do got a question. (laughs) I do got a question for you, though. Is cereal soup? Uh... Cereal could be soup. Thank you for answering that. For Is me. cereal soup? Siri, what's wow, going on? Bro, I asked if cereal was soup. And <laughs> but anyway, Siri came on my phone, bro. Cereal could be soup. Kill. It just depends on how you prepare it. Do you prepare it with broth? Or do you prepare it with milk? I've never prepared my cereal <laughs> tea. Tea. Bro, Pre- depends, prepare dude. the argument. Where is is cereal soup? Cereal is not soup. You should have said what I said. What soup is thick? Milk is lick. Uh, <laughs> I thought, okay, Daryl wanted to freestyle and I wanted to do this, and Thomas like was like, "I'll do both." Yeah, fuck it. That was perfect. Third, T, I love that. Third click. But anyways, here. where are we at? So this is the this is the segment called "Is Cereal Soup," and it's kind of just a, a segment where I'm gonna ask you some questions and you're gonna answer them just the way that you want to, any way mm-hmm. you want to. Hell yeah, I like that. They're gonna be sick questions, and the first yeah. one was, "Is cereal soup?" And you're telling me, "No, it's not." No, I didn't say that. I just said it depends on how you prepare it. It could be soup. So if you put Lucky Charms with the broth, then it's soup now. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's you not just... cereal then either, really, if it's broth. Right. Okay. Well, it, if, you, if you think about cold action. soup, I mean... Because, it's listen, a... if you leave that broth with them nuggets of cereal, it then becomes one with the broth, which essentially is still soup. Broth in the terms of being milk. Because your milk divides that cereal into little particles. It's going to do the same I thing. I mean, the thing soup. about it, if you think, like, not many people would see a cold soup, but gazpacho is a very common cold soup in Spain. So, I mean, maybe in Spain it might be considered a soup. Right. If this podcast takes off in the stream, then maybe we'll know what that is someday, Daryl. Yeah, we'll combine I was just making like a joke like it was like a rich <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> lead us nice on, beard. baby. All right, Daryl, this is going to be your second question. And this is a hard one, bro. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> if you got a restaurant and you're, you're running this shit Listen, and the menu's rolling out and you got sandwiches, dog. where are you putting the hot dog? Is it his own little category? Or only on the kids' menu? I mean, <laughs> no, dude. A hot dog is a sandwich because any sandwich could be ate with cheese and bread. Tea. Cheese hot and bread. Is Cheese sandwich. and bread is what Tea. you need for a sandwich. Tea, give me some love here, baby. Is hey. a hot dog a sandwich? It's a sandwich. Oh, nice. Thank you. I love it. What, I'll have a uh, hot dog sandwich, please. Without question. If you, I mean, if you're just a weirdo and ask for that. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's bread for a sandwich and bun bread for yeah, a hot dog. Like, what else do you So it's mean? a meatball sandwich. Would a hot dog that's, be a sub? That's, that's, I love that. You can put turkey and cheese in a hot dog bun and eat it. As a sandwich, I call that a sub. Exactly, you could call exactly. it a sub. Is a sandwich. Exactly. Oh, killed sub me. Sandwich. Killed me. A sub sandwich is it? It's a we're submarine sandwich. You got podcast. it. <laughs> I don't think we're doing a second episode. All right, Daryl. This one's in, gonna baby. reveal you. Lead it in, baby. This one's gonna reveal it's us you. Versus them. You say you guys aren't coming back? No, we might. <laughs> Toilet paper over 
or under? You know, I like that uh, toilet paper underneath. Why did, how'd you turn British? Yo, we went British quick. Well, Australian. You went hillbilly. I watch a lot of uh, Wentworth on Netflix. It's raw. But oh, I like that underneath because that's how I like to, you know what I mean? When I'm doing my thing, chink, chink, pop, pop. Good for practice. Okay, I love so it. Under. <laughs> I love that's it. definitely wrong. Well, Thomas, what I'm about definitely you? Definitely an over guy. Yeah, yo, it's not an over. That's just normal. It's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah that's well, I normal. Feel like Without I like question. Normalcy. I like my bitch on top of me, so I have to be under her. Hey. It's your toilet paper, though, and it's the way you're grabbing it. If you think about it, if you think about it, the it way you sense. grab it, if you're like, I don't know if you're like me, but if you go for the toilet paper and you like go a couple like four squares and then you rip. Are you guys telling me I'm wrong because I'm black? No, no. no. <laughs> Not if we go if we go under, you're ripping and it's pulling down like the whole spool and shit's yeah. like unspooling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. There's no way. Kev Leadison. All right, Daryl. What is sometimes okay to do, but not okay to do all the time? Ooh. Steal. <laughs> steal sometimes, <laughs> but not do it all the time. Steal. Only if I'm hungry. <laughs> I love that. Well. I mean, it just depends. I mean, if it's a dire situation and you need it more than the next person, you got it. I don't but think that there's. I don't think. Really, I mean, karma's real. I think you can't. Um, I don't fucking know. Sometimes you can. I don't know. Like, listen. If what about I walk, you, Thomas? What's one thing that you think is okay to do sometimes, but not okay to do all the time? Get drunk as fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true as fuck as well. Uh, you don't want to be getting drunk every single day of your life. You I know? mean, without question, I can guarantee that. There's no way. You could have a drink every day, but you sure. don't want to get drunk. Sure. As, the way Thomas put it, drunk as fuck. Yeah. You, yeah, you can't get drunk every, every single day. Without yeah. question. So Kev, lead us on. Good, nice good answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. This one's going to be fire as fuck, Daryl. For some whatever reason, when you went Australian a second ago, it was like you foreshadowed I can't the wait for this question. I cannot wait. You know what it's going to be? Yeah, I read it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going through my notebook, bro. I'm excited. All right, it's we'll give your best celebrity impression. Hey, Thomas, is Lisa going to Scotty's? Because I need to know if Chino's mom is going to go to fucking Joey's tonight so I can thrax. And that is a fucking coined phrase by Boston Daily 91 at TV Facebook. Celebrity impression. <laughs> Oh, you're impersonating yourself. <laughs> okay, okay. That's that was that was. That was really good that to be clever. honest. I mean, uh, he nice. went he's straight just, to being easy. himself. Yeah. Okay. Kev, give so. us the best one you got. Crikey, we've got ourselves a humongous alligator here, and we're gonna wrestle it until we Chasing capture it. Grass. Chase it in the grass. Yeah, that's right, Daryl. You're here with me I tonight. I got my boots in the car. <laughs> in the car. Who is it? Get the fuck out of the car, Mike. Get the fuck out. Without question. Easy. Uh, Who is That's it? That's Steve Irwin. Yeah, because I said crikey, so that gave it away. Crikey. Get the fuck out of the car, um, mate. I was just trying to match your excitement. Dear but Slim, I, mean, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. Go ahead. No, that who was it? Eminem, I'm going with that. Go How'd you know? That was if Eminem's it's lyrics. Dang, dude, I sound fan. that much like him that you know. We're going without question. We're going. We're going to the best to ever do it. We're going to be the best, no matter what. There's nobody gonna ever capitalize huge. upon us. Huge, Thanalt. It's gonna be huge. Choose. Steps up. What? <laughs> I missed that. He said, "Choose steps." There's up. nobody better than me. We're going to be there. We're, I, I'm going Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Thomas, do an impression uh, for us. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> Thomas, you smell like fucking smoke. Cigarettes. God Jacob. damn it. Kiss that alligator. <laughs> what did you? <laughs> I think you're Rhonda. I'm trying to be Rhonda. Rhonda. Dude, all I know about Rhonda is she had the best fucking snacks in her house when she lived on Bro, the first thing that I actually ever saw from, if you can picture, like, you know, because that used to be Todd's house, I think, yeah. prior. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where? Prior, uh, where Rhonda lives yeah, right Rhonda now, had I think. Snacks out on Wins. Out on Wins. My mom don't live. My mom lives in Norwalk, but yeah, she don't we lived there before Todd. Todd just you lived there before Todd did? We lived there right when we went to New London School. That's where they. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know the story. Leave Norwalk. She lives right next to me. But I know for sure when I would like when Jay would invite us out there or whatever. Without question, bro, it did not matter. He used to like because we'd ask like what what we what are we eating tonight or whatever, and he would open cabinets like in like a very strange way. He'd be like, "There it is," and shut it, and then go across. Jacob Vermilion, yeah, he would go in there like it, he was the first one. He's like, "There it is," and shut it, and then go to the next one. There it is, shut it. Yeah, you gotta like, check the inventory. There were so many things that they could eat. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Rhonda kept it stocked. It she probably still does. Still does. Yeah. Yeah, she don't play. If there's one thing I can't do, it's cook without question. So I mean, jeez, Rhonda has it. If she's on the same page as me, yeah, but she she's got it cooked. <clears throat> she always worked a bunch, and we didn't really see her, but she kept food in there for everybody to smash on one specific pretty funny story that i will always remember is it was me thomas chino and adam and (laughs) we were sitting in Rhonda's house in norwalk and uh chino was like going out the door or something and matt was coming downstairs and this is a brother of thomas and jacobs that not a lot of people knew and uh Adam threw a banana at Chino and it like hit the freaking like thing that was hanging off the door, that little gold thing where the door latch goes into. It was like off the, it was off a little bit and it like sliced the banana open, dude. And Matt got so pissed. He came around the table, like Adam's sitting by the wall and the table and like Chino's by the door. And then I'm at one end and Thomas is one end and stairs is like behind me or Thomas at the end of the table. And Matt comes around, sees Adam toss this banana freaking ruins it dude matt comes storming around and grabs adam up by the neck dude and like go ahead tell me you remember thomas pick up from that. i don't remember what the fuck he said yeah he but... said don't you fucking uh ever waste anything at my mom's house yeah. again was he was funny. pissed you out. shouldn't be wasting bananas so yeah but no it was seriously funny but now like as an adult just to like know how hard ronda worked to keep that stocked for every one of her kids like jacob and jacob's friends it's almost thomas like without question she was prepared for this thing. you know what i mean I, oh Matt, for sure that, Matt, it's crazy four, yeah, four yeah. Kids. Matt, i mean this gal like she all, knew also very dope she she knew friends were coming over man like for some reason this girl had that's his name right but just making sure I remembered correct, Matt. Sorry. This no, you're good. Uh, this girl knew just without question knew like friends were coming over, man. Like there was without question, you know, his boys were coming there, and that like I don't know what it is, but she always had food just in the cabinets. We always went with whatever JV said, and JV always let us like, yeah, we're good, bro. Like drunk as shit, showing up to JV's house, man. Like that was it. <laughs> Yeah, that is that's the best. Judy's kind of the same. Yeah, I mean Judy might be the leader in that. Yeah, open her house to the to everyone. Yeah. Most respect for the mothers. 
sure. And grandmothers. And the motherfuckers. No. Fuck them. For sure. And in terms of me, I mean, it'd be quickly to say that my mom opened her house to plenty of people, but not, I guess, the drunk fam. No. Well, you always had a spare family member living with you. I I mean. Throughout life, I felt like. I mean, uh, JV was actually the first one to join me in my... No, I bet when we were kids, like your mom, like let a guy stay at your house all the time, remember? Oh, of course. I mean, it was like Different a friend? people. No, like like family members who didn't have a place to stay. Oh! Be staying oh, at your oh, house. Oh. I'm just saying your mom's the type of person that'll yeah, open yeah, her home yeah, up yeah. to people who don't have a place to stay right I there. I mean, that's just how good my mom is. She's always the one that wants to help. But when it came to, uh, you know, if you think of friends, I think... If I was to think back, Joey, Ross, Rachel. <laughs> oh, we going friends? Phoebe. <laughs> but no, I mean to be honest, I mean I can't remember who the who the first was to stay there. I don't know if it was Jacob or Noah. To be honest, I think it was Noah first, and then Noah left, and then um, Jacob stayed at my house for like almost like I'm not kidding, like six months. Um, and he wore basically all of my clothes too, and like that was the coolest thing. And one of my, I mean, I know he went against the grain against in terms of actually telling the story about Jacob. The best one for me, without question, not to go back into that segment, but um, the best one for me, without question, is Jacob and, you know, Jacob lived in my house and just, we were drinking actually that day. And we were like, I was probably 18, he was 17, and we were just drunk as shit. And I had a bottle of, I think it was vodka, which I don't drink vodka. Not now. Yeah. <laughs> we were just drinking, dude. It was on a Saturday, and um, we were bored, and it was rainy as shit that day. So you don't have much to do. You don't have. You can't do anything. Like you're basically gonna stay in the house all day. We didn't game. We just kind of like looked at each other, and like, hey, let's go out and just take a run in the rain. Like I don't know how that can actually <clears throat> coincide with what you guys have said, but. Like, we just make some sort of good time with what we have. Yeah, we can absolutely dive. And that's what Jacob was, dude. I mean, that's it it didn't matter what there was. Like, he's like, yo, let's go run in the rain. And I'm like, sick, dude, I'm going to put a bathing suit on. Let's go. Me and Jacob used to have a place in Wellington that, like, we had no cable, no Wi-Fi. We had, like, a TV and a DVD player, and we would go to, like, the library and rent movies. Like, we made fun out of nothing. Just like you were talking about. Yeah, like I mean, we had nothing, but it was still like a blast. Every it was day. good at it, man. It was. I remember one time <clears throat> we were at a party where B. Haynes kicked it at, and uh, Logan. Logan's a crucial character that we have. You're known. talking about Con or Cornwell. Corwin. 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 Yep, it was Corwin. So Logan. More, he was in our town and he hung out for a minute and I haven't heard from him in a very long time. Dope individual, but dope artist. Yeah, I, I yeah, dope artist. Uh, shout out to him. Hope everything's well his way. But he was one of Jacob's good friends too. And I remember we were partying, and uh, Jacob like started off freestyling, and then I tried to come in and I like and there was a couple girls that I thought were cute, and I know Jacob did too. And I was just really trying to be cool. So I had like gotten over my nerves to open my mouth on a beat and rap. <clears throat> and I fumbled my words. And like it, I could tell that Jacob knew that I was going to fumble the ball. And then he picked up. He's, he called me. He's like pussy. And then started rapping. He like tapped me. And he like <laughs> said it like in my ear. He's like pussy. And then like took over. And then like the girls saw like that was the sweetest. That was I could tell for those 
two individual chicks that it was like the first time seeing Jacob rap, and that's when they like looked at him like a whole different what? level. You know what I mean? Like, dude is raw. Like, he's rawer than this black dude that we think that we were going to give a chance to <laughs> over Jacob. And then, you know what I mean? That's just kind of the energy. Like, uh, it's that was good energy, good vibes. And I know he'd just be in the studio <laughs> working every day. He'd be here. Like, why are we not rapping? Ke- calling everybody pussies. Like, Kevin would be like, dude, I want to do this. And Jacob would be like, dude, fuck you. Let's rap. Like, looking at four mics. This one. He would just, dude. he would be right on the podcast with us. It would probably be AA with yeah. John, Kevin, Yeah, he'd be sitting right here. I guarantee you without question. Well, does anyone else have any stories, topics, anything they want to bring up? Did you have anything else about Beer Gang specifically that you were trying to dive into? Yeah, another thing, um, this was one thing I was actually trying to dive into. I feel like, in a sense, we've all lost something deep to us. And, like, I see a lot of people, and, like, myself included, like, they, we don't, we do what I like to call broke people shit. And it's shit that broke people do as to why they don't have any money and it's not that you like we should stop doing broke people shit and you should invest in yourself right and something that is better for you than like i see a lot of people quickly to like replace like doing dope or heavy drugs or their heavy use for that to like alcohol and like they use that to like mask in a way and like one of my friends i'm not going to say any names but he drinks almost every single day and i know it's because like what we witnessed back in the day you know what i mean and that's his way of coping and like i had another you, you can't just replace one thing with the other right and i feel like all of us are so creative that we're almost like wasting away in like a miserable place right like this place is just it's a kind of depressing and like i always wanted more for my friend group and that's kind of like what beard gang is it's just like i want people to find their creative outlet like if they're feeling some type of way or they're feeling stressed like a way for them to release like you know, like, just everybody to be creative because I'm not going to lie. I smoke weed every single day, but I don't drink every day. I don't do coke like I used to. Like, I was doing it on and off. I don't do it every single day. I don't do it. Well, it doesn't – that's not <sighs> – neither. No, the point isn't what you do. It's about – it's right. – you can have it. It depends why you're doing the things you're doing. If you have, like, a hard time that you've fallen on and you're drinking because you're upset about it and you're trying right. to numb the pain of the shitty life that you're in – you're on a dangerous thin ice at that point. If you worked your ass off all day and came home and had a drink after it, that's you have acceptable. a fulfilled day right. without yeah, question. I would say, not, yeah, there's like... two different ways. If you're using a substance that gets you outside yourself to run away from something, you will certainly end badly. If you are using these things as a celebratory thing sparingly, you know what I mean, you'll be cool. Now, marijuana is a whole entirely different like thing right. into the medical mm-hmm. realm that you could dive into, but for alcohol, certainly, there are ways where it's a great tool, and there are ways that it could lead to your demise for sure. But yeah, okay, I understand that. And like for instance, like <clears throat> Anna, we just lost Miguel, and like oh. I see Anna all Tough the time. Lost. And Tough I loss. see, <clears throat> like, how much it's changed her. And, like, not saying anything's wrong, but, like, she wants to get fucked up. And I understand that's why she wants happen. to get fucked up. Yeah. Well, happen. we did that. When Jacob passed away, bro, yeah. me and my friends drank for, for like, a year straight Dude. every day. We you got no drunk idea. Right? Not every day, but I guess. Sometimes like it for a long time. Yeah, and, and it took a while to snap out of that. We had a lot of bad things know, come of that. And DUI. I almost feel like that was the beginning of, of my alcoholism. Like, was Jacob's death, dude. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, I drank a lot. 
I want better for everybody, and I just hate seeing like the all these people and like myself included, just like in this slump that we're in, you know. And I like I know for me it's helped me, and like I think like this what we're doing now, like everybody talking and getting together and having a podcast. I think things like that are great, and I just like that's what I ultimately want for my friend group, and that's what what I'm trying to do. And I think we can get there, and I feel that energy. The, the the different people who are coming out and doing podcasts and making art and doing their thing online and the support they're receiving is dope as fuck. And yeah, I, I mean, would love to sure. see that continue, and that's exactly what you're talking about. Quick to catch a quick plug. I mean, look at Matt's art, man. That guy is fucking yeah. nasty. For sure. And that guy is so good. I want to talk about that yeah. guy for a second. He is so good. To. Give that guy an iPad. Good lord. <laughs> he has an iPad. He just needs... I know. I'm just saying, put the art in his hands. He'll make it work, oh, man. Sure. Like, it's so good, man. So, I already had an artist, and <clears throat> my artist moves at his own pace, and Matt pumps stuff out quickly, but my first time working with Matt is, <clears throat> I hit him up, and I was like, hey, do I have this concept, and I kind of pitched him my concept for this image I wanted to do for Jacob, and he's like, oh, well, I can draw that for you on a pen and paper, but where I need it is I need it digitally. So people can put it on their laptops. People can put it on their phones. People can have that as an image. You know what I mean? And put it wherever they want. You know, that's that's what it's about. So I needed it digitally sent to me. So I there from there can send it to other people. And he didn't know how to do that. So that kind of, he got, he hit me up a day later and was like, bro, <clears throat> I am uh, got this digital thing going. I'm going to work on it and let you know how it goes. Told me to figure it out, sent me a piece. I could save it to my phone regular, like I know how to do. And I feel like that was the start of something really good for Matt, which I'm really happy to see because I hate seeing people lose people that close. And like me and Miguel weren't that close, but we did talk and like hang out sometimes and like not as much as other people. But unfortunately, I didn't get to know him like that. But like I just feel that pain for people that lose people. But um, then we were working on Jacob's image, <clears throat> and I like I told you, I talked to Anna, and she told me, she's like, man, I'm just, I feel so bad for Matt, like, he's not doing anything, and we talked about it a little bit, and um, <clears throat> she's like, I would love to see him do something with art, and I didn't really want to get away from my original artist when it came to making Jacob's piece, because I had a specific image in my head of how I wanted it to look, and I know it's stupid, take his time on it, and do it right, so I really was skeptical about even hiring Matt to do this at all. And then uh Pablo David was like, yo, Matt's raw. So I gave that I, sealed the deal. I, I was like, you know what? And I just kind of thought about it. It just hit me one day. Like, you know what? I want this whole movement and this whole thing to be organic. You know what I mean? Like I want someone that loved Jacob and that Jacob loved to make his art piece. Like the dude that I had would kill it, but he didn't know Jacob, you know? So I feel like it would mean more just for the friend group as a whole. Cause this isn't, for me this is for like us you know what i mean so i feel like it would have meant more for matt to do it so matt gives 100 <laughs> matt gives me one image passes it back to me kev i think oh go ahead go ahead okay, i'm sorry but um so it was lot with a picture that i found from jacob and actually chino shared this image it was an old picture and it was perfect because the image that i had matt said was hard to work with and um, that so picture I, that you yeah. had, like the original photo. Yeah, the photo that you guys see on the artwork. That is the photo that randomly popped me, and I feel like Jacob sent that to me. Like, here, dude, I know what you're trying to do. This is a better picture of me. Have it. That's what it felt like for me. So I send that to Matt, and that's the photo that we rock with. 
So he sends me the basketball put on Jacob's hand. <clears throat> and I told him I want the basketball to be like roughed up because Jacob, if you knew how Jacob balled, he balled in the court sometimes, but he balled outside all the time. And I want, and like the balls that Jacob would always bring to the court were always a little roughed up. Like they had that feel to him, like a good ball should. And that's like kind of what our uh, friend group has been through. So I wanted the ball to represent that and it didn't at all. And then, um, he put, uh, so and Jacob loved these Osiris shoes, purple and green favorite ones warm all the fucking time so i found an image and it was one facing towards you you could read the osiris and the other one was laying on the side you couldn't read osiris he just put the one shoe and it looked like a nike <laughs> and i'm like okay you know it's got like kevin and jacob if you knew anything about these two loved osiris shoes so that was like it had to be in there and he brought me a microphone that he took out of a car one time randomly and we put it together and we made music off of it when we were at Garfield. So all he those... just like slid that in there that we took out of a car one time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, but it, we did and we made good ass songs on it and Jacob had the best parts on him as always, which, um, but I wanted all that to be in his image and the shoes and the basketball were off and I didn't want to like send an image to anybody with a tattoo basketball on Jacob's hand because that's just not what it was. So I pushed him kind of, I was like, hey, you know, like, this isn't right. This is what I need. And I need you to bring Jacob's image down and more centered. And I need these images in there. And I need them in there right. And he did. And it ended up turning out really good. And he thanked me because I feel like when you're working with somebody on a creative level, like it I give takes him, two. yeah, I give him the artistic freedom, but this is still my concept. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, it has it's to your look, vision, it, right? It has to look right. So like, I'll give you the artistic freedom, but like, you got to be able to take the criticism to be better because together we can create something. And that's the whole like point of beer gang is like together as a friend group. I know I have not one doubt in my mind that we can succeed. But if like, it's just a couple individual people and shit and like, we don't come together and help each other and shit. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't have that a hundred percent. Surety, you know, I mean, I just want that's just gonna better. take time to, right. to I understand, develop I understand that. that. I understand that, but I just want you know better for our families, better for our people, you know, because I feel like if we had what we have right now back in the day, I don't think we would have done the things that were thrown in our face because the world's fucked up to take some of the people that we love. Absolutely, but, I agree. Yeah, with that's that. life, that's life without question. Uh, I agree with that without question. Um, Kev, I think it's a good place for us to wrap it up. I agree with you there. Um, this was a really good episode. We got into a lot of deep shit. Thomas, Daryl, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, you for having me. It's Loved Beard it. Gang, baby. It was great. Uh, Daryl, drop some tags and shit so people know where to find yeah, you. Yeah, where can they find you? Yeah. Where can they find you? Okay, so uh, you can find me on YouTube at Boston Daily 91 You can also find me making some cringeworthy uh, TikToks now because I'm new there. Also, Boston Daily 91 Again, that is B-O-S-S-I-N. D A I L Y nine one, and then you can uh, type Boston Daily ninety one TV into Facebook, and you can check out some games and some videos that I made. And I also have an Instagram, Boston Daily ninety one. So Boston Daily ninety one on all platforms, straight up, keeping it simple. That's the yes, best way sir. to be. Yes, uh, and you can catch us on Spotify every single Saturday at noon. And this is AA with John and Kev. It's it's basically the handle of AA W J K. And Kev, where can they find Thomas now that he's not here? Well, T, you can find him anywhere. And oh, you can right. also find Thomas. You can find us and, at uh, A A W J K, and then me at John Pole J A H N 
P-O-L-H-E. Kev, where can they find you? They already know me, baby. Um, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna be tuning in Saturday at noon. See you then. <laughs>